there. Welcome back to Legal Mumbo Jumbo with Houston Divorce and Family Law Attorney Ashley Nicole Green. This is a 10 to 15 minute session where she will discuss frequently asked questions and or provide you with some good old information on how to navigate through those areas. So let's get started with some Legal Mumbo Jumbo. Hey guys, welcome back to season three of Legal Mumbo Jumbo, episode number three. We're making our way down the list. My name is Ashley Nicole Green. I'm a Houston Family Law and Divorce Attorney here in the Houston and surrounding areas. And I'm back on the mic to talk to you about some of my favorite client successes and wins and their journey to freedom. So today we're going to go ahead and jump into story time and we're going to talk about um, a male client. So I'm switching it up on you all. So for the past two episodes, I've talked to you about some of my favorite client successes and wins. And those just happen to be female clients. But today we're going to talk about a male client. And for the sake of confidentiality, I'm going to name him Nathan. But of course, as I always say, if he listens to this, he'll know exactly who he is. So let's go ahead and jump in and talk about Nathan. Nathan is actually a client that came to me um, around the time that the pandemic happened. And I knew Nathan, um, and I won't say how because I think they'll give up too much information. But I knew Nathan from when I was a younger child and we're Facebook friends. And he reached out to me one day and said, hey, you know, this is really difficult for me to reach out to you, but I need some guidance because I think I need to go through a divorce. And I'm going to just be honest with you. I was actually shocked, right? Um, a lot of times we are friends with people on social media and their life is portrayed in one way, but in reality, they're going through life in a whole different way than what we see online. And so this is actually Nathan's story because I did not see this coming. So anyways, Nathan um, was a father of four beautiful children, all ranging from different ages, all the way up to high school to elementary. Um, and him and his wife had been together for quite a bit of time. And little did I know from being on his Facebook that their relationship really was a volatile relationship. It involved verbal um, abuse. It involved physical abuse. And he literally was living in his home and basically a prisoner as, as the best way to explain it, you know? Um, I mean, he was going out and he was working every day um, and, um, you know, she was a stay at home mom and he was doing his best to support his family. He was a teacher or he is a teacher. And so anyways, um, he came to me and said, look, things have gotten really bad um, to the point where when he reached out to me, she had actually moved out of the Houston area um, she was living in a different country and she just left, you know, she um, basically got upset with him and left him with four kids to take care of and figure it out. So fast forward, he's reaching out to me and I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. Right. So we start the process. Um, things are very difficult to complete whenever you have another spouse that is out of the country because you have to go through the Hague. Um, to be able to serve them. And so it's a treaty that we have with other countries. And so um, it's a process. It's a very lengthy process for some countries. And unfortunately, this particular country, it was an actual long process. And so we started the process. Um, we got all the forms submitted. We submitted the paperwork. Um, and, you know, I said, let's just see if she'll 
do this voluntarily. You know, let's submit the paperwork to her. I'll send it to her via email, see if she'll return it, get it back to us. You know, she's left, she's been gone. Um, surely she wants this divorce as well, right? I mean, that's what everyone always thinks. Um, you know, if someone leaves, like clearly they don't want this. But if you have ever been in a relationship or you've seen someone in a relationship like this, you know that that's a control mechanism for them, right? Like if they know that the other party doesn't want the relationship anymore um, and they're making the steps to end it, they then feel that they're out of control. And so they're not going to cooperate. And that's exactly what happened. She didn't cooperate. She wouldn't return the paperwork. She made every excuse in the book. Um, I mean, my client was so desperate to get this done. He even said, look, you know, I'll, I'll give you money to like go get this document at this library or this, you know, particular office or what have you. I'll pay for you to get it notarized. I'll pay for you to return it to my attorney. He sent the money to her through Western Union or however he did it. And she never did it. She took the money, but she never did it. And so at that point, I'm like, look, you know, I know this is a long process. We've already started the process. So let's just complete it to go through the Hague. So we do all that. And um, unfortunately, things turn for the worse because the court decides to dismiss his case in the middle of us waiting for um, the Hague paperwork to return. And so in this particular country, it could be up to like a whole year before they're able to serve the person. And in your mind, you're probably thinking, no, that's that's crazy. But yeah, it, it could be. Um, and in this particular point in time, it was close to that time period that they were estimating because it was in the middle of the pandemic. And so the consulate office and all this were telling us like, you know, it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time. We don't know how long, but it's going to be long. And so I filed a motion to explain this to the court. Of course, it didn't work. Um, the judge said, nope, dismiss, start over. So my client's devastated. You know, I'm devastated for him. Um, and, you know, he's just like, I don't know what to do. So he decides to restart the process. Um, we were like, okay, look, maybe this time it'll go a little bit faster because we already started it before. And so we we went through a different um, agency this time to get service and we were able to get the documents submitted. Well, around the time that we got the documents submitted to her um, through this particular third party um, that was helping us with the Hague service, she then returned to the United States. <laughs> and at this point, you know, we're talking about almost two years has passed since she originally left. And so she returned to the United States um, and she files an answer. So that was great because we didn't have to worry about, you know, the citation and service being completed. But um, she was going to make it very difficult, we could tell from the moment she was back. And so she filed and she said that, you know, of course, my client abused her. Of course, my client, you know, made her go to this other country. Of course, my client alienated her from the kids. You know, you name it, she said it, which is just so hard, right? When you're a parent and you've taken care of four kids for this amount of time um, to hear those things, because, you know, it's like, hey, I didn't tell you to leave. I didn't ask you to leave. You left on your own accord. I've been taking care of the four kids by myself as a single parent. And now you're coming and you're attacking me. So she, um, you know, anyway, so she does all this. And so we have a temporary orders hearing, we get through that we get through final trial. And you know, it had came out that you know, my client had moved on. I mean, it had been almost two years, like he was like, Look, I'm, I'm done with her for sure. And I want to like live my life in a much more peaceful way. And so he had moved on. 
and he was with someone else and it came out and I was like, look, just own it. Right. If she's just, if she's your girlfriend, she's your girlfriend. Um, they already even, you know, figured it out. So there's no point in lying to the court. And so once she found out that he had a significant other, um, it, it was like all, you know, all bets were off, you know, she was going to not agree to anything. She's going to make everything difficult. And so we took it to trial and, you know, her thing was she didn't want him to leave from the Houston and surrounding areas. She didn't want him to have the children um, in this new state, possibly where he was going to move to, um, to be, you know, in a different area, possibly where his girlfriend was going to move as well. Um, she was just like, no, I don't want them. I want them here. I want to have a relationship. But caveat, every time she had them during her periods of possession or in a temporary order, she wasn't spending quality time with them, with the children. She was using the time to question the children. She was sometimes missing visits. She was returning the children early or picking them up later, claiming that she had to work, you know, this and that. Of course, every excuse um, that you can think of, she was utilizing because her ultimate goal was not to really foster a deeper relationship with her children. It was to question them, to get information about what was going on um, in dad's house. And it was to use it like, you know, use anything they say to weaponize him. And so the children had got to a point where they kind of caught on to that. And they were like, look, we really don't want to go anymore. But of course, you know, dad's encouraging, like, we're going to get through this. We put them into counseling. Um, you know, he enrolled them into um, counseling, not just um, privately, but, you know, he made sure that the school knew as well in case they needed to go talk to their counselor on campus. And so when I say this client went through the ringer, he really went through the ringer. But this last part was so rewarding in the end because he finally was able to achieve freedom. And it was on the day of his final trial. Um, we finalized his trial and, you know, we were both just kind of like, look, we, we tried our best. I mean, I made up every argument. I had every, you know, case law that I could find. I argued my butt off. We didn't get our ruling right then and there. The judge ended up giving our, our um, the ruling a few days later. And when I tell you being able to call him and to say, you know, you have sole managing conservatorship of your children and you have the right to be able to stay in Texas or you can leave to this other state, that right there was like it gave me chills up my spine. Um, it was it was a beautiful moment that I share with my client. Um, he was just ecstatic. He was so thankful. I'm sure that if I was seeing him in person, his eyes probably did have some tears forming in them. I was crying at one point because this was literally a story of someone who had been physically assaulted, verbally attacked, beat down. You know, when I met him um, at that point when he hired me, one, like I told you, I was surprised he was going through this, but he was just, he was in a place where he doubted himself. He questioned everything. He wasn't confident, incredibly smart person. I'm talking about off the charts, intelligent. But when it came to dealing with this person, um, question everything, you know, question if he was doing things right, question if he was doing the right thing, question if she had done things differently. And so to see him blossom at the end of all of this, right, 
and to a person of like being fearless and being confident and just finding that freedom and peace, oh, it was it was well worth it. It was well worth all of the moments of like me wanting to pull out my hair and dealing with the court because the court didn't understand what was going on from the you know legal side of things to the case being dismissed, so it's restarting to you know just the whole process that we went through, right? And I've been talking about year a year to two, almost two years of going through this, it was worth it in that moment because he was able to achieve freedom. And in that moment, the other party was able to realize that she no longer had control. She no longer was able to control what he did and how he did or his ability to achieve happiness. And so I hope this helps someone out there that maybe in this situation, maybe you are a prisoner in your own home, you're walking on eggshell every day, you don't you don't know if you're doing things right, you're questioning if I should do this, if I shouldn't do that, if you're good enough, right? You're constantly being, you know, attacked verbally, and maybe even it's gotten physical like it did in this case. I want you to know that the journey that Nathan went on was not a short journey. It was a very long journey. And it had some bumps along the way. But in the end, he achieved happiness and freedom. And you can as well. You just have to take that first step. You might have to make a difficult call like Nathan did and calling someone and saying, hey, I I don't know where to start, but I want to start this process. It may take that. It may take you investing financially into something like a divorce that you never thought you would have to invest in to this, to that point financially, it may take that as well. It may take, you know, you questioning whether or not you're doing the right thing for you and your children, questioning whether or not you should just stop the process. It may take all of that as well. But in the end, if you keep your focus on the fact that you are moving towards happiness and freedom, you're going to get through that journey. You're going to get through those hardships and you're going to be okay. I promise you. So I hope this helps. Like I said, um, if you would love to chat about starting your journey, um, I am always happy to chat with you. We offer a free 15 minute phone case evaluation with my office and I'll include that information in the show notes and we can be able to chat and figure out what your journey to freedom and happiness looks like. So until next time, take care and bye for now.